Hello and welcome to Data Driven, the podcast where we explore the emerging field of data science. We bring the best minds in data, software engineering, machine learning and artificial intelligence. Now here are your hosts, Frank Lavinia and Andy Leonard. Hello and welcome back to Data Driven, the podcast where we explore the emerging fields of data science, machine learning and artificial intelligence. If you like to think of data as the new oil, then you can consider this show Car Talk, because we focus on where the rubber meets the virtual road. And with me on this epic journey down the information superhighway, as always, is Andy Leonard. How you doing, Andy? I'm doing well, Frank. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, I know you're fresh off of uh, Pass. I am. Uh, how was that? Man, I got to tell you, it was awesome. And we had Tim McAuley there doing some uh, on-the-site reporting for uh, for Data Driven. He was on the Facebook page. I was really glad to see him there because I totally underestimated how much time it would take to, um, to, to really to be an exhibitor. This was, it wasn't my first year doing it, but it was my, my first year as uh, Enterprise Data and Analytics doing it. And I, you know, I own 100% of the company, so I was doing all the stuff that other people did in the past. So <laughs> I was really right, glad right. he was there. No, nah, he did. definitely, um, you know, definitely saved our hide, I think. And he was a really, he's a natural for it, which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. We're going to, um, I think we're going to do some more of that, right? We're going to have some more people do roving reporter type stuff at gigs like that. Right. There's a big event coming up uh, next week that um, we uh working on getting a roving reporter for that. So, sweet, sweet. Um, folks who are clever enough will figure out what what sort of big event happens the week after Thanksgiving. Hmm. I just can't imagine what. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, that'll be fun. Um, I think it's a it's a cool thing because it's kind of like seeing the show grow because it's been it's been almost it's if not to the day to the week more or less when I kind of had the idea mm-hmm. uh, for the name Data Driven in the podcast. I remember we were chatting uh, probably on Messenger, knowing us. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, you pinged me about it and, and said you had this great idea. I th- I thought it was an awesome idea. I still do. And um, gosh, I, so. I, I haven't <laughs> looked. I haven't looked, Frank. What are we up to? They changed their statistics the way they did it. Yeah, which, I was going to mention I- that. So um yeah, so just so folks know what's going on is like I've been traveling, you've been traveling. Yeah, uh, I've actually been, I've actually spoken at a couple of things. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you too. Um, you had a customer site down in uh, down in the Tidewater area. Yep. Um, which is um, I'll be headed down there possibly to the same customer. Wow. Um, next week, and um, actually, in fact, I think it is the same customer. But cool. We don't want to dangle that in front of people, but um, yeah. They survived Andy, so they survived Hurricane Andy. They'll survive Hurricane Frank, I suppose. <laughs> we'll have to catch up for lunch or something if we can. They're um, oh yeah, they're a great. Are you on site? Oh yeah, I'll, I'm sure I will be. We haven't nailed it down yet. I was, uh, you know, it's I'm getting ready to go off to uh, Thanksgiving land. Um, oh, cool. And I think you are too. Um, yep. And yeah, they're. It's just it's neat to be able to to know the stuff that is exactly what the customer needs, to have experience to solving exactly the problem. And you know this, Frank, often as uh, you you know, you do work for Microsoft, you do sales support and, and sales professional stuff. That's 
that's not always the case. There's usually some kind of um, some kind of mystery that needs to be solved. You know, right? No, absolutely. Uh, these folks have their act together, which is pretty awesome. They yeah. really do. And you know, I've I was very uh, very fortunate. I uh, back in my Unisys days, um, Kent Bradshaw, who works with me and who's been on one of our early shows. Uh, data scientist. He and I worked together with one of the people who is, I believe, a director there now. And when they started kind of walking through what they're doing, it's a big shift to the cloud. Um, the, you know, we we just we came up. So we're, we've been doing cloud data integration since before they called it that. And, you know, it, it just it's a good fit. And like I said, it's one of those gigs that I find more and more rare is, you know, somebody's trying to do something that I've done before and I know, I, you know, I know exactly what to do. I know exactly how to solve this problem. <laughs> so, right, right. Uh, anyway. Well, they're a great group. Um, oh, so I'm excited to go down there and, and, and do some, uh, be doing a couple of workshops actually. So that'd be pretty cool. Awesome. Well, I'm excited about that too. I want to, I want to, I want to know more, but we'll talk later. Yeah. We'll have to talk when we're not recording because, you know, confidentiality, <laughs> GDPR and all that. All um, yes, which is pretty funny because last night I spoke at an event um, and I walked past, I guess, the uh, European Union. Um, you know, D.C. is a pretty interesting place. I was on K Street and I think 21st Street and uh, basically looking for a, a place to get coffee. And um, there was a big sign. It was like, the, you know, you promoting the European Union. It was like European Union, you know, how great it is and all that. And I guess mm. it's their, kind of their their economic development office and Right above, like, a big map of the EU where it had, you know, EU flag everywhere, mm-hmm. there was a massive surveillance camera. <laughs> um, I just uh, thought that was hilarious. That was uh, – so I actually took a picture of it and posted it on Instagram. That, so, that's appropriate in some way. Right, right. I think I tagged it hashtag GDPR fail or something like that. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. But uh, um, Instagram, uh, I think my, my main stream is at Frank's World TV. Cool. And uh, so I always post a lot of stuff there, dog pictures mostly, uh, funny stuff I see. It's not all data science related. Well, I have seen, so this morning I woke up way too early and as will happen, uh, and I couldn't get back to sleep. So I was like, I'm just going to poke around on social media. I saw the the dogs you were fostering. They're cute. Yeah. Yep. And I, I don't know that I saw the GDP. I think I did, but it was so early in the morning. I was kind of zoned still. I think I only so, put on, uh, we'll, we'll attach it to the post here um, okay. for the show, in the show notes. Yeah. The GDPR and, uh, failed. I like yes. that. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, in the U.S., this week is uh, Thanksgiving on Thursday. And mm-hmm. um, we have a bunch of people coming over. We are fostering uh, two foster pups, but uh, they already, uh, one already has a home. She's moving to it on um Saturday, okay. and then possibly as early as tomorrow, and the other one could could also go to her permanent home. So wow, which is nice because it's just enough time to kind of play with them and then not get attached. Right. Um, our right. record of keeping foster dogs is fifty uh, fifty. So, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so these two may skew the results. These skew, uh, yeah. Hopefully, they will skew the results. I mean, they're adorable, but puppies are. Yeah. You forget how much work puppies are. They're definitely a lot of oh, fun. They, they are. Yeah, all of the above. Yep. Yes. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So I was speaking at a at the Emer- D- DC has a meetup called the Emerging Emerging Technology Group. Really awesome group of people. 
Um, I was asked to speak uh, along with um, uh, uh, somebody else, and she focused on kind of, you know, applied use cases of AI in the government, and I did applied use cases of AI in, you know, private sector. Nice. Pretty good, pretty good group, pretty good conversation. Um, got a got a couple of people that said that they're going to listen to the podcast and check it out. So if you're a awesome. new listener, welcome. Yeah, uh, welcome. we're also yeah we're also on Spotify. Uh, That's so cool. I saw the emails about that. So if you're um, listening to us on Spotify, we just got here. Welcome. Yeah, and it's pretty cool. The the stats you get on Spotify are uh, a lot more uh, detailed about demographics. Oh, neat. Um, but there's also a bit of a bias in there because you're not. Um, you're not, um, so we got a pretty rich set of statistics from our, uh, from podcast websites, which is who our yeah. hoster is awesome yeah. company. Uh, if you're thinking of doing a podcast, definitely check them out. Um, but, um, they recently changed how they record statistics because right. they wanted to line up with the, as uh, it the internet advertising bureau or something like that. I think so. And the deal was, and I, I actually, I like the new numbers, even though right. they set us back a few thousand. Right. Um, but I do, it's a, it's a more honest thing. And it's the truth is like, if somebody started listening to the podcast and you know, they, they listened to the first half on their jog, they came in and shut everything down and then they're driving into work and they fire it back up. That would count as two on the old system, and on the old system, but now right. it counts as one. Right. And, I, I like that number better. Yes, we had crossed, I think, seventy-five k, um, yeah. and we're back down. We're we're knocking on seventy-four k though, with uh, you know, in the new numbers, and it's been what about a month since they made that change? Yeah, when I was worried because they, they kept telegraphing us for a while, thinking like, oh, yeah. your stats are going to go down dramatically, dramatically, and I thought they meant historically. No, I mean we only yeah. lost like two thousand, um, so we'll get to celebrate seventy-five thousand again. <laughs> um, Awesome. Maybe Hopefully we can do that in Tidewater. Maybe, maybe. Oh, that would be cool. That'd be cool. Because as of now, uh, it's at 73,807 all time. Oh, okay. Um, and um, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. And uh, it's definitely, um, you know, we don't attach a lot of kind of ego to um, the numbers. At least I try not to. Um, well, I mean, so the thing is, you know what I tell people, and I, I said this at the past summit when I was presenting, I had slides up for the podcast. Actually, we had a uh, logo on the booth in the exhibition hall. And so people know. noticed it and they said stuff about it, even on, on social media. And they asked questions about it. They, they asked about it. And I told him, you know, at the time, I think we had like 72,000 or something. And I said, you know, that's about 71,000 more than I thought we'd ever get, like in the lifetime. It's <laughs> true. We were hoping for four figures. Right. Know? Right. And here um, we are. We're knocking, you know, we're on, we're at five and we're on the upper end of five, Frank. I mean, this is incredible. That's pretty cool. I think, um, I like to thank our, you know, speaking of Thanksgiving, I like to thank our audience for helping us make this successful. Absolutely. Thank uh, you. Bearing with us when, uh, when we kind of tried some experiments. Most of our experiments have succeeded. Some have failed. Um, yeah. Like all experiments. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Uh, it's okay to fail. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> uh, as long as you're trying something new and you're always making new mistakes. So, uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy with the, you know, things were. And, you know, as the legend goes, um, uh, I was just out of my post concussion kind of thing when right. I was thinking I should part, I should start a podcast because I just been laid off and I was like, you know, I was like, I got to do something with this, you know, 
involuntary free time. Right. And um, it was before the, um, and it was just as the um, data science cert program was spinning up. Right. And I thought it'd be pretty cool to record the journey of kind of going from, you know, a noob data scientist to kind of a, you know, Jedi master data scientist and kind of record that and, you know, share the, the ups to downs, get some interesting people on to talk about data science and how it's going to change our lives. Yep. And I was, uh, we were up early. I think we were doing something we normally don't do, which was shop on black Friday. <laughs> and, uh, I needed coffee and I went to Dunkin' Donuts, uh, in Gaithersburg, Maryland. Mm-hmm. And I remember I, I was just thinking like, I, I didn't know what to call the podcast. Cause I knew I wanted to be about data. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I, I didn't really have a name. And then I just saw like DD on the door for Dunkin' Donuts because the door handles. Right. They've since removed the door handles, which kind of upsets me. It's no longer pristine as it once was. But um, that, that's disappointing. I know. Well, they, they switched to a single door opener now. So mm-hmm. anyway. Um, uh, so I was like, DD, Dunkin' Donuts. That's cool. Yeah, what if I could make a podcast? That, I need to come up with a name for this podcast that's talking about this world that's going to be increasingly data-driven. And I was like, oh, right. there it is! <laughs> DD, data-driven. And then so I, I didn't have anything to write uh, anything down to write the thing down. Uh, in retrospect, I probably could have just did like a voice recorder thing into my phone. Right. But um, uh, because I because I was recovering from a concussion at the time, my short-term memory was a bit compromised. And yeah. uh, I just say, kept saying data-driven to myself over and over again so I wouldn't forget it because I thought it was such an awesome name. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. And that's also helped too because, you know, when you're when you're building out a podcast, when you're building out anything really, like um, you have to like the name of it. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, you go insane. You know, like it has to be something that you're happy with and – Right, right. Um, Rebranding is a big effort. I don't think people appreciate, you know, no. the inertia of announcing a name. You, your early adopters are gold. You know, the people that listened to the first few episodes of this back in, I guess we went live. It was uh, Memorial Day weekend of 2017. Right. And, you know, those people. So it, it, I, sorry. No. No. So, so kids, if you're doing the math, you know, that it was from Thanksgiving <laughs> to Memorial Day was basically the uh, time it took us to launch. Well, and um, now we could tell part of that story, at least, you know, we, so the, the domain name tells part of that story, uh, right. datadriven.tv. And we were pretty convinced we wanted to do a show like some of the other shows online that have video as well as audio. And we tried, Frank did a ton of work on this. And we kept running experiments, trying to get things running. We were never happy with, you know, how that would work. So we ended up, I remember after fighting it, it was, uh, I want to say it was around the 1st of February, 2017. Where yeah, we said, yeah. we need to get a guest. We just need to drop this. We'll record the audio and, and we'll start that way. And then, you know, if we figure out the video. We'll just start doing that later. That's, that's actually still on the roadmap. We want to do that. Um, and we've got really good cameras. It's just hard to to do that unless you spend a bajillion dollars on, what are those things called, Frank? Those a big, TriCaster. Yeah. TriCasters. So yeah. I've been working on doing experiments with what I call the building a poor man's TriCaster. So yep. when I 
when I was at the K Street office of Microsoft, uh, we had a TriCaster Mini, which is an awesome piece of equipment. And if you have the budget to do it, get it. Uh, it's basically a um, TV studio and and can fit in your backpack. It's it's a tremendous device, but it starts at eight thousand dollars, and the model I had was a ten thousand dollar device. And uh, being laid off at the time, <laughs> ten thousand dollars is a real um, hard sell to your spouse. Oh sure. Uh, even if you're gainfully employed, it's probably a. I haven't tried, but I would. I'm going to hallucinate that. <laughs> That it is indeed a hard sell. Um, so, people used to call that being financially embarrassed. I like that right. term. Financially yeah. embarrassed. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of set out with. I'm sorry. sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Financially embarrassed some of the time. I'm a consultant. <laughs> <laughs> money comes um, and money goes. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Um, no, no, no. And so, so I kind of set out to do build a uh, what I call the poor man's tricaster. Uh, which one of these days I'm probably going to post out. And, and you actually saw it in action when uh, you, Andy, and you, the listeners, is that when we were streaming the events that we were doing, the uh, AI Fest in Reston and the Data Fest in Reston, that is the um, the culmination of, of, of building that out. And I would say if you count the camera or two cameras that I used, um, I would say I was able to build that system with $500. Nice. Which can you know compared to the comparable system would be eight to ten thousand dollars. You yeah. know, having a question to, to say to your significant other or spouse, saying, "Hey, I want to buy," <laughs> you know, five hundred dollars worth of stuff versus you know ten thousand dollars worth of stuff. This is a different conversation. Yes. Yes. Um, and plus, the five hundred dollars wasn't all laid out at once. You know, the camera I bought, uh, I bought the camera in. 2013 so i'm using like a just a regular camcorder and then i'm gotcha. using a um a digitizing box by elgato and then i have the fancy thing which was kind of a splurge um the, the elgato thing was about a hundred dollars and then the um the switcher um was about 150 so yeah that's yeah. a neat both of those are pretty neat pieces of equipment and you were using it all yep yep i was using it all and uh it was great uh i even did some uh if you watch the live stream on our Facebook page, you'll actually see kind of a pre-roll that kind of shows a little video saying, hey, stream starting soon, but, you know, watch this instead. So, you know, we can, mm -hmm. we had the stream going for like four and a half hours, which is the longest we ever had the stream going, which is awesome. Yep. It was really good. And one of the, um, one of the pieces of feedback I got in the past couple months was about your presentation at that event. And that was streamed by me on my, uh, you know, my Samsung Note 8. And um, I was sitting in the back of the room. Right. And so I got I got an earful from a regular listener who's a friend. He wasn't angry, but he just was sharing. Uh, if you're going to do that again, do it up front. And because <laughs> he really wanted he wanted to follow. You were laying down some really cool info and he just wanted to pick it all up. And so I was like, yep, yep. You know, you're right. Um I'll, I'll do better next time. And that's, that's about all I could say, you know, but it's, I was, I walked away from that interchange, Frank, actually uh, very ha uh, happy. I ecstatic, ecstatic actually, Good because so, well, somebody's passionate enough about the information that you're sharing or that we're sharing. I'd say there was definitely you at that point um, and that they really, they didn't tolerate, you know, a subpar experience. And, 
they had, you know, my, my little phone, you know, the same day as they had your poor man's TriCaster to compare it with. And it, right. the difference was pretty obvious. They, they got that and they, they just didn't like it. They didn't want to accept that. They want, you know, the gold standard. Well, so, in, in Andy's defense, um, mine was planned. Yours wasn't. <laughs> I think I you just sat, you just sat down and started recording, which I thought was cool. I mean, I, you know, there's always that, that tension between the desire to capture more data. Right. Uh, whether that's data data or is it, you know, unstructured data, like a video feed or whatever. Um, and the verses of the quality of it, you know, um, the quality of that was, I don't want to say poor, but I mean, it, it was impromptu. I'll say that. I'll say it was poor, Um, but good because I was doing it. But at the same time, I agree with you and you and I share this. It's because of just the way our DNA is and stuff, but we have what I call a bias for action. My mom calls it gumption. Right. Well, we're just, we're the type of people who would, would rather deliver uh, even if it's lower quality right. than not deliver. And if that means sacrificing the quality, we'll do that. And, you know, we're not alone in that. There's a, there's a ton of good stuff out there. And I want to, I want to throw out an audio book that uh, was suggested to me at the past summit by, um, by um, enterprise data and analytics, customer success agent, Nick Harris, who's also been on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Second guess, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, we, he suggested the lean startup, which came out around 2011 or so. Oh, I didn't uh, know they had an audiobook of that. I'll have to check that out. They do. I don't, I don't know if it's the, the author, uh, Eric Rees, I think is how you say his last name, Rise or Rees. Mm-hmm. Um, great book. Nick was right. It was spot on. And, um, it's really interesting that, and that's one of the tenets of the book. So we've been doing this all the time, Frank. We've just been being these biased for action type people with gumption. And right. it turns out that the science is behind us that doing small batches, failing fast, um, putting out even lower quality, as long as you're putting something out, he, he advocates for that in the book. And he's got a lot of firsthand experience with it. He's a consultant. Yeah, he goes around helping uh, companies and government agencies uh, g- get these concepts uh, into play. It's it's fascinating, and I'm, I'm not done with it yet. I'm in part three where he's talking about companies that are doing the work now, and companies he's consulted with. It boggled my mind, but definitely it's something we can we can both put into play because it's just it's we don't have to try. We're already doing it. Right, right, right. But, well, but and also too, we we do. It's not just that we're just putting out you know, poor quality stuff. It's just that we're going to learn from that is that next time you're going to move the phone closer to the front, you know? Oh, oh yeah, um, absolutely. One of the things I want to do the next time we have one of those uh, data fest in Reston is plug into the room AV, which would fix, right. fix existing audio problems that we have. Um, right. Cause see, I'm not happy with the way the streams have worked out. I mean, yeah, I'm happy, but I'm not, I don't know if that makes sense. Right. Um, no, it does. You have to, and, and you know, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you, you, um, I'm going to leave this in because it just shows how polite we are. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the um, the key is, is is constant, never-ending improvement. I think that's really the key. I've yep. seen some organizations, and if you connect with me on LinkedIn, you can, if you're, you're clever, you'll figure out who and when this happened, was that you know the, they, they adopt the mantra of fail fast. But that's only part of the story. You have to fail fast and learn faster. And then so the next time, you don't make the same mistake twice. I mean, that's really the key. Absolutely. 
Um, so next time, you know, like one of the, one of the things that we, we've done some experimenting with, and I, I think it's done worked out really well. So here's a case where it worked out really well. You did a number of uh, data points um, out in London mm-hmm. and some of them, the original audio was pretty bad. Right. Oh yeah. And when you're doing it on video, you, you know, your eye, you know, the human eye can, can kind of like patch in and work up for that. But when you're just listening to the audio, you don't have any of those cues. Um, so I did, I learned a lot about how to clean up audio and audition. Right. You know, to the point where you've recorded something in, um, in Heathrow airport, <laughs> which <laughs> imagine recording a podcast in an airport, right. And you're not like in a fancy, like roped off area. You're literally at the, at the gate. Um, and, and, and on the same Samsung note eight. And on the same <laughs> Samsung Note 8. But I was able to clean up the audio to where it's respectable. And that it was great. That, uh especially the Heathrow one. The Heathrow one I'm most proud of. The um the yeah. one where the guy was honking at the um on the on the street in London was pretty funny. Uh but some things you can remove, some things you can't. Sometimes it's it's called the atmosphere. Um but right. uh, we uh, just learning how to do that. So, you know, last night I, I, I recorded a data point um, last night before I talked. Uh, it's up there now. And, um, yeah. you know, recording an episode, you know, walking down the street on K Street. Yeah, there was road noise, but I was able to get rid of 80, 90 percent of it. So nice. But because nice. we learned how to do that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, talking to speaking of feedback, I'm I'm about to push publish on a, a post at andyleonard.blog about some feedback I got from some sessions at the past summit. I I had a I was, I was tremendously honored, Frank. I got to deliver um, one of the precons, which is a full day. They they only pick 14 of those. And I want to say four of them are Microsoft. So of the remaining 10, I got one of those slots. And it's the first time I've ever done one by myself. I've worked as part of a team delivering uh, pre-cons back in 2011, 2012. But so it was a a huge honor. And I worked on it really hard. I think I put more time into that presentation um, than I can remember putting into any ever. Um, It was just just a lot. And the feedback that I got, I, I play this game with the evaluations. And I know you, you know, you've had similar experiences being a seasoned presenter. I call the game "There's Always One," yeah. <laughs> and you know right away where that is. So, I, I, you know, when I'm doing free events, SQL Saturdays and stuff like that, it's not that big of a deal. When it, I really pay attention when somebody's dropping, you know, some serious cash. And they, these people were not only, especially for the precon, they were not only paying however much they paid to attend the past summit. But they were shelling out an additional five hundred dollars to sit in that room. I had one hundred and seven do that, Frank. I was floored. Nice. Well, because you're not Andy Leonard, you're the Andy Leonard. <laughs> no, but it was it was really cool. Um, but it, it, and and listen, I see you've thrown me all I'm off sorry. now. I'm in the middle of blushing. No, that's okay. But the uh, this one person just did not like it at all, and. You know, they, they, you'll have to read the post. It's out. It'll be out probably by the time this is out, it'll be out. Um, but, and I kind of went through, I, I think they, they missed something that I said. Maybe they zoned out or something or, or at a minimum they misinterpreted. But my response is pretty much the same. I apologize to them. You know, I'm sorry. I really am that, 
you know, they, they, I got them that worked up. I rubbed them the wrong way that, that much, but the rest of the feedback was just incredible. I think it was my best numbers ever. I'd have to go look at the past uh, stuff on there, but I also did a panel and you want a recipe for low feedback numbers, Frank, set on a panel. (laughs) I'm just saying we only had 20 people respond and on a scale from one to five, like four of those were under three. So, you know, it doesn't take much to see 20% of the numbers are, are less than half. You know, you're, you're tanking the, the average at that point. So, and, and, you know, reading the comments, which I was happy to see most of the people who responded uh, left, left comments and you can kind of marry those up, right? You see the complaints and the low numbers, um, they anonymize everything. We don't know who's saying what, and that's as it should be. But goodness gracious, uh, you know, and it was, they were, I think they were fair. Um, it was, it just, it's hard to do a panel. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, I think the panel did a great job, um, but there was that. And then the most people I had, I had over 200 people attend my talk called Faster SSIS, where I um, I talk about performance tuning you know, SQL Server Integration Services. And that 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 went really well. Um, and so, you know, all, all told, I, I really felt you know, the experience at the past summit. So all day pre-con on Monday. Uh, Tuesday, we were actually setting up. We exhibited there. And I like that. I think we're going to do that again. Um, Wednesday, I presented both of my sessions back-to-back. So I had to faster SSIS at like 1.30 in the afternoon. And, and oh, by the way, by Wednesday, I was just about adjusted time-wise. I think I woke up huh. at like 4 o'clock in the morning in Seattle instead of like 2 the previous nights. But, yeah, I was good with that. But, you know, did that and then did the panel right after that. But having Tim there was was really not i mean i was i was worried i was like i don't have time to talk to anybody every people kept coming up to the booth and you know i'm trying to sell stuff and i was selling the you know the data driven as well i was selling the academies and and everything but it was we were on our feet every minute of every you know of every day i know i saw your step count that week was impressive (laughs) it was crazy yeah i was to you um, I know, I was impressed. <laughs> but but you know what presenting is is I mean this, it's a huge honor. Oh, yeah. I, I think you feel the same way. Um, you know, and I love that you're getting out there and getting to talk more about data stuff. It was a you were you've been presenting longer than me. You just were talking about developer topics back, you know, after like right, two years right. and or, ago or and to back. politicians and, and dignitaries uh, and that sort of thing. Which turns out they're not really yeah. into developer stuff. But you were doing community. Well, <laughs> you oh, yeah, you were yeah, doing yeah. community uh, stuff. Yeah, I, too. I like doing the data stuff because it's it's cool to see people's eyes light up when you show them that um, this is not science fiction anymore. This is very real, and you cannot like what's going to happen. You yeah. cannot like yeah. you know some of the risks of you know low skilled jobs going away, but it's happening whether you like it or not. So if you want right. to have any kind of say in the outcome, you, it's best to it's best to learn now. And, um, you know, because complaining can only get you so far, realistically, uh, whereas action will get you a bias towards action, yeah. right? I mean, that's kind of what we were going for. <laughs> but to close the loop, um, I actually, uh, through a freak of nature, I had three audible credits. 
So I just picked up um, the Lean Startup book. And awesome. yeah, and it's, I'd love it's to narrated know what by the author. And I always like those. Those are the best. You know, I do too. He does a really good job. That's why I didn't I didn't know if it was him or not. He's a he's a good speaker, and it's not saying that you know authors aren't good speakers. But um, I'll just say I enjoy I enjoy. So we like Grant Cardone, and, and Grant is hilarious. So Stevie Ray is on his way to his uh, his classical conversations meeting today. He's he's homeschooled, but he does this meeting one day a week, and. He's he has his he has the bone conducting headphones on Frank. You, I got some for me. I I couldn't get used to them, so I gave them to him. And he comes in there and he's like, "I'm listening to Grant. Uh, you nice. know, be obsessed or be average." And he quoted a couple of things from there. I think he likes quoting them because it's like one of the rare occasions when it's okay in my company at least <laughs> for him to use swear words. I'm just saying. his mom doesn't go for that stuff, but he's. He's 15. I'm not under right, no right. illusions. You know, I remember when nah. I seen what I talked like. Even though it was, you know, it was, it was these and thou's nah. back then, you know, it was the king. The king <laughs> May thy horse get a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Shakespearean, Shakespearean swear words. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> no, go ahead. It, but yeah, it's good stuff. And we have, uh, just so folks know, we um, Audible sponsors the podcast. And, you know, you can you can push a nickel our way or so if you go out there to thedatadrivenbook.com and it'll take you right over to Audible. You can sign up. Our account is in there. All of the information is there for us. And um, you get a free book, a free audio right. book when you sign up. Um, I do the I do like the platinum plan now, Frank, because Stevie's listening to books. I'm listening to books. I think it's like two a month you get for free, and I still find probably every other month I'm doing the um, the three credits thing, where I'm shelling out yeah, like thirty six bucks for three credits, um, just because yeah. you know I'm on the road a lot, uh, driving down to Tidewater, right, especially right. here, <laughs> and uh, and this will this is gonna. I think this is going to last a while for us, which is not uh, u- the usual in uh, consulting, but this may go, this gig may go a while, but yeah, it's about a three hour trip down there for me. So I, uh, I plug it into the van's external port. You know, I've got one of those little cables and I just listen to it on the radio. Um, and it's oh, I awesome. do the same thing. Like I, 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 I drove it. up to um, uh, Sequel Saturday, Pittsburgh. And I basically listened to Grant Cardone the whole time. You were mainlining Grant Cardone. I was mainlining Grant Cardone. I called you. I'm like, we got to do this. We got to do this. We got to do this. And I think the I time we hit, hit 20,000 20, downloads. And I'm like, we got to get to 200,000. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so Grant Cardone was a, is a, is a, been a, a and if, if you want to use your free audible credit, I highly recommend either the 10 X rule uh, or the follow-up book. Um, be obsessed or be average. Yep. Um, it doesn't really matter. I think which order you listen to those two. Um, Agreed. Uh, but ten um, X rules is and he sometimes he gives them away for free in his website grantcardone.com. Uh-huh. Uh, I originally saw him while I was kind of in that that phase of oh woe is me I have to change careers from developer to 
data science, it's hard, blah, 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 blah. And mm-hmm. I kind of listened to him and it was like, you know what? Stop being a whiny little blank. And because um, <laughs> that's what he says, like, and he you kind of hear that. a story and it's like, you know what? He's right. He, he is an acquired taste for some people. Yep. Uh, I get that. But uh, I originally discovered him on, um, was it Meerkat? Oh, cool. If you remember Meerkat. And I'm like, I'm watching it. And I'm like, you know, because Meerkat, when it first started, was a live streaming app. I think it's long gone. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of stuff from one year, one year uh, South by Southwest. And uh, I see this guy. He's like talking about his private jet and like, you know, how much he makes and like the importance of making money and like the importance of making yourself better. And, and I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Right. Yeah. And then, like, I, as I listen, uh, he kind of is outrageous and stuff like that. And I'm like, I went from like, who the hell is this guy to, you know, this guy's speaking some good knowledge here. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I got his book because uh, he had like a sale on his website for like 99 cents or something like that. Nice. And um, I was like, whoa. And it was just the message I needed to hear at the right time in my career. Oh, yeah. Uh, right time in my life. I think I sent you um, a copy as well. You did, and I'm like, you gotta listen to this. And this is all pre-data driven. This is all. Oh yeah. I would I would make the statement that data driven would not exist had it not been for um, encountering that book. I totally agree with that. It it fired me up. Um, th- there have been you know times so not just not just uh, not just data driven, but also enterprise data and analytics may not be around. There have been times when. Uh, you know, I've kind of been dragging and it's been like, you know, I don't uh, I don't know if I'm going to keep going with this. And this happens in all entrepreneurs uh, lives. It's it's part of the cycle. And, you know, I know Frank, you went through, uh, you know, a low spot when you found out your job was ending. Right. And, you know, and then some good came out of that. Uh, good came out of this, too. And I would say the same. Grant Cardone listening to those books really motivated me and they inspired me to stay the course. Right. So in the holidays, you know, people like to say the holidays are awesome and all that. And they are, but for some people they're not. Um, right. So if you're in a spot where things aren't the way you want them to be, I highly recommend it. Um, interesting guy, interesting story and, and be obsessed or be average. He um, kind of goes into more uh, detail about how low his low point in life was. Um, mm-hmm. he almost, he basically got beaten up to death, um, yeah. by his drug dealer or something like, I don't know. It's just, yeah. you have to hear him tell it. It's, it's interesting. And now he, he, he's doing pretty well for himself. <laughs> yeah. He's what? Eight figures? Nine? Oh, easily. I mean, he, yeah. he does have a private jet. Um, he kind of goes into how that started, where he got the idea for that, why it's important. And you just have to kind of listen to it in context. And again, yeah, he's an acquired yeah. taste because when I first saw his couple of um, meerkat streams, I'm like, you know, who the hell is this guy? Like, who does he think he is? <laughs> but it's funny, but like, you know, like, and 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 Ty Lopez is also some some something like that too. He's a, I don't think he has any books out, yeah. but he has a, a podcast, and um, I kind of listen to his stuff. And somebody recommended me to him, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but I've seen his YouTube video, you know, ads and stuff like that. He's kind of annoying. It's like. Yeah, but yeah. you have to listen to beyond that. He 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 has a lot of wisdom there. So I listened yep. to it and I was like, he has a point. 
and he goes into why his he's the guy on YouTube that like you know he's sitting in front of a Lamborghini and goes hey I'm just sitting in front of my Lamborghini <laughs> I'm reading a book it's almost like a parody of those um, Old Spice commercials because <laughs> yeah. like there's one video he has and um, he, he's hilarious like I don't whether or not he intentionally does it, but you know what we're talking about him so there's that yeah. um, well there you go uh so he like you know he's on a treadmill desk he starts off he goes knowledge is important and then like he, he has a book he's reading while he's on a treadmill desk and then he's like but you know what people don't care about knowledge and he goes you know they care about lamborghinis and he shows like his garage and he's got like three lamborghinis in it and then like <laughs> it's kind of like almost like that one where it's like hello ladies you know <laughs> it's kind of like that and he walks through his um his mansion or whatever it's just like Right. But then, like, if you listen to him, he goes, you know, the point is, is that like it or not, we are culturally in the post Kardashian world. And mm-hmm. unless you kind of approach uh, social media in a way that gets people's attention, you're not your message is going to get lost. Um, Absolutely. And, and, you know, we know this because we've not like we're like the experts and all be all we've been doing this two whole years. But we've both gone through the ideas of uh, community building. We've done that in, you know, IRL. Right. And um, we've done it online as well. And what works is, you know, you being you. Right. That, that That's what really works. And these guys are being themselves. I don't think there's a facade, um, you know, and it, I, I, I use that, yeah, I use that phrase a little, and I was just thinking about how I had a conversation a few weeks ago. I was talking about somebody who's an introvert. And that, yes, there is a an element of facade to someone who is an introvert, especially if they are doing things like presenting. And a lot of presenters, you don't realize, are introverts. Yeah, but they are. That's true. And, and they just, they've got, they what equates to a facade. But I don't, I'm going to throw this out there and then you can beat me up over it, Frank. But I'm going to call that an authentic facade. No, I like that. I like that. Um, and, and the other person who gets into the importance of authenticity uh, is uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. Also, another good um, uh, audio book to pick up. Anything he's done, Gary, Gary V. v. Yes, um, he has a bunch of podcasts and yeah. stuff like that. Interesting guy, interesting story. Um, he, um, I personally, I, I, I listened to Crush It, which is the first book, and like I kind of got mm-hmm. the message, but. And then I listened to his follow-up, Crushing It, where he talks about people who followed the first book's advice and what they did with it. And I'm like, I don't remember hearing all that in the first one. Maybe I missed something. (laughs) So that might be the... I listened to it in reverse. You know, I I did Crushing It first. And then I listened to Crush It right after that. And I, I didn't have that experience, but I think you're right. I think there was, you know, people listened to that. Maybe they were listening to his, you know, his daily... Uh, daily right. show as well and that's where they got a lot of the other stuff because um yeah i didn't i didn't see everything in the first book that was in the second yeah i, I so i maybe i don't feel so bad now maybe there was like a whole context thing that was missing but uh well yeah no i don't think it i don't think it was you I'll, I'll say this too before we get too far away from ty lopez and uh and grant cardone is they did a show together grant was on ty lopez's that show intense. and that yeah. show is off the hook yeah 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 i know i was like whoa (laughs) we'll put a link in the show notes for that one definitely it's still out there on youtube 
I also think it's that. important. I know this is kind of like we kind of deviated from the normal data science thing. And uh, anyone yeah, who's yeah. still listening, I want to thank you right now. Um, but <laughs> I think it's one of those things where it's important to review your goals because like, everybody goes goal crazy in January. But the time to start planning next year is, is now, you know. Like, what did you yep. do that worked this year? What did you do that didn't work? Why? Because if you don't examine that, life's going to go by before you know it. And Well, you have a really interesting take on that, Frank. And I, you, you've got me thinking that way, too. So I've, I've already had my new year. Yep. So have you. We're looking at uh, it's the 20th of November. Right. And so I'd love for you to share your new year and where it came from. So, um, so my grandmother, who was a, a my maternal grandmother, was a big influence in my life. Um, she grew up in Northern Ireland, and um, All Saints Day was like a big holiday. Uh, All Saints Day was the day after Halloween. It's uh, uh, the origins of that go back to an ancient ancient Gaelic festival. There was basically like a harvest festival, and that was Celtic New Year. And over time, mm-hmm. over the centuries, it kind of became Christianized into um, All Saints Day uh, or Old Day of the Dead mm-hmm. in some cultures. Um, and it wasn't really like a big – it wasn't New Year's. We didn't treat it like New Year's, but we always had a big dinner, like whether or not it fell in the middle of the week or not. You know, It was always like a big thing. Right. And I kind of thought I had an awful, awful 2016, like uh, – the job went away. My yeah. mom got sick. I had a concussion. The cat died. I mean, it was just like, and, and, and it was about, you know, it was Halloween or that time. I'm like, I just need to end 2016 now. <laughs> just put it behind me. <laughs> end it now. I can kind of yeah. do that. Well, cause why not? It's arbitrary anyway. Right. And, sure. um, yeah. So I did. And I said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to make 2017 a better year. It's, uh, I need to, refocus on 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 myself and rebuilding like myself taking self-improvement seriously mm-hmm. uh and then i basically set down a list of goals of things i wanted to accomplish in the following year and um went about making it happen and and the other thing where i think that worked for me is because both my boys have birthdays within a week of christmas right. so december is a blowout like I mean, just, we're going to have to record a bunch of stuff in, in, in the first part of December and then cash them Yeah. Um, because it's a blowout. Yes. It's just madness. When you have two kids under like of seven or eight and their birthdays yeah. are a week before Christmas, the, the, the rest of the year, it works out well too because I usually have use or lose leave. So, right. um, so I just basically say, you know what, from December, mid-December on, I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> um. <laughs> And, um, and then what happens is, is that all that manic activity at home and the stores and stuff like that, January is about exhaustion and like, what the hell just happened, you know? And the kids, and the kids, I mean, you know, I remember my younger one, I guess last year he had just turned three. When I took him back to daycare, like after Christmas and all that, and I'll never forget. It was he was reenacting the final scene in the original Planets of the Apes movie. <laughs> he was like Charlton Heston who discovered yeah. the um the I, I dropped him off at daycare and as I was walking away, he did like the whole like if he could talk, if he knew the words like you bastard, you finally did he would have said it. 
because he did the motions and everything. It was like he reenacted the whole thing. And he wow. was like, you know, the second to last uh, kid to get there that day. And he just put on this whole show. It was very theatric. And the, the daycare teacher, wow. God rest her, you know, not God bless her soul. She's still alive. Um, was like, okay. Like, you like, that was like the fifth tantrum she's seen that morning. <laughs> right. So I found setting goals in January was just kind of like in, in, in a state of exhaustion and all that. It was not conducive. Yeah. So just because 2016 was so horrible, I kind of accidentally stumbled upon that. And as I did more research, it turns out that that was um, like a thing. Like they would actually do, you know, the the kings and chieftains would do their planning. It makes sense. Everybody kind of did their planning and then they would actually, you know, discuss treaties and stuff like that. And there would be like this, you know, um, thing. It's pretty interesting. Um, Sidetrack. Yeah. But anyway, um, so I, I discovered that worked for me. Because you're away from kind of that, yep. you know, that pressure to set goals. I want to lose this much weight. I want to do this. And then it becomes you're so exhausted yeah. and you're still catching up from the holidays um, that you just don't have the mental resources to actually implement these goals. So two, right, three weeks right. later, you feel bad and you feel awful and you just kind of go on with things. But by, by, by moving things forward two months, you can go into the holiday season and the madness kind of prepared. And yep. um, you're not mentally exhausted or, you know, and you don't have to feel bad about it. I mean, so for me, that's what I do. Like, and I kind of got the idea from Microsoft because yep. the Microsoft fiscal year starts on July 1st too. So that's kind of new right. year for Microsoft. And um, um, I was kind of like, well, if they can do it. I can, I can do it. Cause the only one that really cares about it is well me. So <laughs> um, uh, it's not like I, you know, uh, not like I'm going to have a, a ball drop on November 1st or whatever, but it's a good, it's a good time to reflect and kind of think about um, how last year went. And for me, it went really well. I mean, I, I committed to read more. Uh, it, what's really cool is apparently now uh, Kindle will do analytics on your reading activity. You sent me that. That's well, I'm sure they've awesome. always been doing it. Now there's now they just decided to share it. Um, but, um, uh, you know, I think I've read 16, 17 weeks in a row, which is pretty impressive. Wow. Uh, the number of audiobooks yeah. I bought this year is something like 40. I've listened to at wow. least three fourths of them front to back. Um, I picked up a number of books on humblebundle.com on data science and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I, I set with a record to read 60 books this year. I lost count and that sounds terribly arrogant, but anyway, I stopped counting uh in january uh and um i probably about about 50 60 you okay. know, next year i'm going to do a better job of logging my progress i've also lost 20 25 pounds this year too so there's that nice good Thanks, job man. frank so i didn't i did not uh read 60 books i'm sure i don't count them at all and it's not because I think it's bad and wrong to count them. I just don't do it. There's a uh, there's other things I need to right. count. And uh, but I did uh, say so from March, or you know I could say January, but we started a, the keto diet in March, and I actually dropped forty pounds, but I've turned around and gained back ten of them. So I'm down thirty pounds for the for the year at this point now we're getting ready to uh hit the road to grandmother's house over the river and through the woods 
And um, there's a really good possibility that I'll only be down 25 pounds <laughs> come the end of the week. <laughs> but, you know, the nice thing about keto is once you know right. the magic, um, you, know, you know how your body works. And that's it's a really cool way to discover, you know, what works. And you and I have been practicing some, you know, a modified version of it that includes um, intermittent fasting. And we've both seen dramatic results. Uh, with that. So, you know, it's, it's normal. It's just normal for human weight to bounce around a normal weight, you know, human to bounce around in about a five pound range. That's just right. going to happen. But we've seen where, you know, you fasted for what? 40, 40 hours, hours is my current record. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, you drop a lot of weight when you. Oh, yeah. That. Oh, yeah. Um, and, so, uh, you know, before anyone on the call tries to do that, you know, we're not doctors, you know, all that stuff. Do the research. No. Nope. Um, and and to your doctor, for right. goodness sake. Well, the other thing is um, one of the, the people who's a, a proponent of um, intermittent fasting or two audiobooks. There's two different mm-hmm. people. Um, Dave Asprey, which, as Shakespeare mm-hmm. would say, thereby hangs a tail. <laughs> Um, but his stuff is really good. Um, the bulletproof stuff that he's done uh, was really inspiring. I think to both Andy and I, uh, but Nicholas, uh, Nassim Taleb, um, he talks about intermittent fasting. He doesn't call it intermittent fasting, but he talks about the importance of, um, he uses a lot of fancy Latin words, uh, which I appreciate because, uh, I went to a Jesuit high school and Jesuit college. Um, so I don't feel completely that not that I ever thought that it was a waste of time, but it's always good when I get, well, I hmm? went to, I was going to say, I went mm-hmm. to public school. So I have to, I, I'm thankful for translate.google.com. Oh yeah. oh yeah. And if you look at franksworld.com, <laughs> there is a quote in Latin. So um, maybe we should offer a prize to somebody. I don't know who, who can figure out what that means. Somebody who maybe emails us first with what Frank's, Oh right, yeah, yeah. Is. On Franksworld.com. Right we next to um we could online since nineteen ninety five. Maybe we'll send them a t shirt or something we like could. that. Speaking mm-hmm. of t shirts. Speaking of Frank's been putting out some really cool t shirts. Yeah, so um another way to support the show, uh, because we, we want to be conscious, you know, some podcasts they do the advertiser thing well. Uh some don't. Uh actually most don't. Yeah. Uh, but I have um couple of designs if you look for uh data driven uh if you're in the u.s uh we have one design in the uk store but if you look for data graffiti on amazon you'll see our t-shirt uh we'll post a, a link in the show notes mm-hmm. we'll get like five bucks um for every show every t-shirt sold. Yep. it's just a great way uh because as we grow some of our costs are going up uh it's just a great way to uh defray the cost of producing this um, as well as kind of help us pay for kind of some of the bigger plans we have. And we do have bigger plans. We, we, well, we mentioned, um, you know, getting some more, we want to go video. We just do. Right. And that's not going to be inexpensive. And we both, right. both Frank oh. and I would rather, <laughs> would rather have sponsorships of some sort pay or at least contribute to those costs. We, you know, we both totally love what we're doing and we, you know, we do it for free. Uh, we actually do do it for mostly free now. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, an awesome opportunity in a way, you know, you can help 
buy a t-shirt, you get a cool shirt. The data shirt has actually sold a few. Yeah, that sold a lot. Um, and what's funny is, is that my eight-year-old, he, he wanted his own. And oh. I know your son stole yours. Yeah, I got to get another one. <laughs> um, so it's basically based on, um, if you've seen the, uh, the, the meme, uh, you know, obey, and it's got a picture of Andy, Andre, the giant, it's kind of like that, but it says data instead. Yep. Uh, I've added a couple of new designs. There's one here. Um, uh, there's three more pending, but the two that are out there now, let me pull up the site, uh, targeted by data. And it's basically a bunch of darts. Uh, and it says, uh, you know, w- you know, we know what you're going to buy before you buy them. I was actually kind of worried Amazon <laughs> would not approve that one for obvious reasons. Um, the other one is um, a picture of a guy in a lake fishing. And uh, I say, you know, clicking on that e- phishing email with mm-hmm. PH. Uh, and it is actually in the description of the story how when my then uh, three-year-old, my older son, said he wanted to go fishing. Mm. Remember, Geek Dad, mom's also a cybersecurity engineer. I looked at him like, what What in God's name is he going to do with those credit cards? <laughs> and like, who's he going to launder the money to? And I realized he meant rod and reel. <laughs> um, yeah. That's funny. Um, so then there's uh, t- three more. Uh, there's one as cold as SSIS. I like and that. And then... Uh, there's another one called SSIS Rockshirt UTL World, and it's uh, well, if you're a Kiss fan, the graphics will look familiar. Yep. Uh, and then there's another one with a motorcycle on it at a gas pump that says "Data is the new oil." Blah, blah, I blah, like blah. that one a lot. Yeah, that one's gonna look cool. Um, I'm gonna get the. I don't. So we have to take. We're recording this on the 20th, uh, November 20th, 2018. I don't think it's technically out yet, but as soon as it comes out, I'm ordering one. Awesome. I'll let you know. Yeah, Stay let me know. tune to my Twitter feed. I got to do that. Um, I got to get a replacement for my data shirt. I just figured I'd order them together. Oh, yeah. And I wore, it's funny, right? I wore um, I wore the data shirt to drop the little one at daycare. Cool. And some kid noticed it. A three-year-old. <laughs> a three, four-year-old. I'm like, that's interesting. And then he goes, my brother has one of those shirts too. And he kind of oh. said it with like a tone. like I'm like, do you want one too? He goes, yeah. <laughs> so whatever man it's working for the kids so well that's a, you know it's um that's a good target demographic for us that audience is going to live longer than anybody else you know this is true. speaking i'm just saying <laughs> so. this is true so um so with that um i think we've um we're at an hour now my goodness that was fast yeah i know <laughs> Time time is fun when you're having flies, right? Ah! Uh, oh, wait. Oh, wait. There, there! There it there is! <laughs> Slow on the mark today. But, uh, but yeah, so check that out. Uh, hopefully those designs will be approved. Uh, normally it takes about 24 hours, but given that this is um, a big re- week for retail, I'm sure it might be delayed. So Right. They may see. be doing other stuff over there at Amazon. They might be a little you know? busy this week, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so with that um have a great thanksgiving have a great uh week and uh normal programming should resume shortly and uh anything else to add eddie no i, I like that ending frank
Cool. So we'll let the, let the nice British lady finish the show. Thanks for listening to Data Driven. Don't just listen, become a data driver by going to datadriven.tv to sign up to join the community, access to special events, tips and tricks, and more. Sign up today at datadriven.tv.